You're listening to Hey guys, welcome back to First of All, a real and filtered conversation. A career, family, relationships, all things modern culture. I'm your host, Minji Chang, and this episode's gonna be a good one. I already feel it in my bones. Uh, welcome to the virtual living room. Kevin Fong, my guest this week, is sitting in my actual living room. Mm-hmm. Hey, guys. Hey, guys. <laughs> and we are about to have a really wonderful discussion as we close out 2018. Amazing. And we have our little episode that I'm going to call our Don't Kill My Vibe episode. Don't kill it. Don't kill it. No. Just don't. So I want to welcome back, Kevin. If you guys didn't hear a previous episode from last, I think last year. I think so. Yeah, right. but we got to know Kevin's amazing life story, his journey coming out, mm-hmm. and he is my unicorn. I freaking love him. Uh, I love being your unicorn. Thank you so much for I'm being I'm there for it. you. I'm there for you. Thank, for your, thank you for having me back. Yes. Do you want to like introduce yourself? I, I, I hype woman you last year. Yeah, well, things... I think right now I'm just focusing a lot on projects that I want to work on. Um, Kevin's a manager. Yes. So working in management and representation, you do a lot of work for your clients and other artists, but now it's time to work on the projects that I've wanted to always work on. So that's what I'm going to be doing. Yes. Mm This is this is the year of Kevin. Get ready. Get ready. Get ready for 2019. <laughs> a lot of uh, more gayness. <laughs> I love it. We can. I honestly like always. Please bring it on. Totally. Um, and so this year, you know, uh, as people who've been listening weekly have heard, there's been some you know hardship, and it's been it's a very transformative year. That's how I'm calling it. Correct. Correct. Um, and I thought no one better than Kevin would be a great person to well, sit down. Yeah. Now. To not only look back, but to really look forward. Oh, look at that. Because we... Flipping it. Flipping <laughs> Look to the future. Things. We are going into the future right now, y'all. And mm. I know that everybody, you know, whether you're like a hardcore resolution setter, mm-hmm. it's usually me, like, uh, uh, it's it's usually a time of reflection whenever it's New Year's time, whether you mm-hmm. like it or not. Are Correct. you Are you resolution? I am not a resolution person. Ooh. But what I have been doing the last couple of years is I've been doing this... A uh, thing called Future Me, oh. where you write an email to yourself and then you send it to yourself uh, a year or whatever time period you decide to love have it. it. So, so it's like a website. Yes, it's do free. they sponsor you? you? Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hashtag ad by uh, yeah. No, but what I've been doing is for the last two or three years, I get an email from myself from the past year, and I'm like. Oh my God, have you been keeping up with your diet? Are you working out? But it's aside from like the superficial things, it's like, are you, this is what you did this year. Are you kicking ass this year? Yeah. You're going to be doing amazing stuff like that. So it's like a nice little mini pep talk from myself. It's a pep talk and like it's a manifestation tool. Correct. Correct. And then you're really putting it out there. Yeah. And you show where you're at at that moment. Mm -hmm. And then I'm like, oh, wow, I was a completely different person than where I was at 2017 to 2018. So I think I should be getting my email from myself. Like any day January 1st. That's amazing. I had no idea. I mean, people do that with like physical letters Mm -hmm. when they write it. And I had done that back in the day, I think in like high school, Mm -hmm. but I have not, I have not participated in such an activity. I highly suggest you do it. I think you should do it after this podcast. Just write a long ass letter to yourself and you're like, dear Minji, (laughs) oh my God, the shit you went through in 2018, (laughs) let's list it out. And you list it all out and then you'll get it next year and you're like, oh my God, my, my, have I changed? Where have I gone? Mm. You're like, just... Mm-hmm. I'm a butterfly. Plus, you kind of forget, like, you can write a letter to yourself and it's just going to be hidden in a notebook somewhere. Mm-hmm. With emails, I'm pretty sure you and I are constantly checking our inboxes when you get one. <laughs> I mean, I just did, right when you were looking up there at the ceiling go. for that second. I just checked my email. There you go. She's super fast. Yeah, because it's, you know, it's a yes. very regular part yeah. of my life. But back to your question, I am not a resolution keeper because I feel um, I never really keep them. So you're not a setter because you're not a keeper. No. And I know life goes ups and downs and it's going to weave in and out. 
and our goals are going to constantly be changing. Yeah. So if I keep my, if I put this one goal and I'm like, I need to lose 20 pounds in 2019, Mm -hmm. that's the only thing I'm going to be thinking about. And I think there's so many other things I should be thinking about. Yeah. Life comes at you at the weirdest times. Well, I think that it's really amazing to, to make it a practice just to even, it's really just about thinking forward, right? Mm -hmm. Like, I mean, first of all, we get so caught up. I love how I'm first of all, in like five minutes. <laughs> exactly. In. It's fine. First of all, how dare you? First of all, that's, <laughs> how could you? That is my favorite <laughs> yes. line. Sidebar. Favorite line. One of my favorite lines from The Office is <laughs> yeah. when Mindy Kaling is like, she, he's like, do you have a question? Ryan's like, her ex is like, I'm sorry. Do you have a question? She's like, yeah, I do have a question. First of all, how dare you? <laughs> like, that's her question. You've been posting a lot of Mindy lately. So it's, I'm like thoroughly enjoying it. She is marvelous. Yeah. I just, I love her, her energy. Mm-hmm. This, this feeds into like why we're doing this exactly. podcast of don't kill my vibe. She's very, no. very clear about that. Yeah. Um, first of all, I really am the type of person that it's, I've struggled to be present, actually. That's always been mm. a thing of mine where I'm constantly thinking, I'm worrying about the future, I'm dwelling in the past. It's been really, really hard for me, mm-hmm. still is, okay. to be like here and now. How is it and why is it hard for you? Because I'm busy worrying about the future <laughs> and dwelling in the past. I don't know. I'm just like, it's What are you thinking saying. about? Well, I'm thinking about the things that I... Is I it money? Is it career? All is of it, it like, oh my God, why did I do that in front of my crush in high school? All, still, yes. Thank you. Do you want to know? Because I can catalog it <laughs> right now. I can tell. It could be like the top three things, I feel. And I am very critical. And I don't know if it's na- nature versus nurture. My dad is very, very critical. I've said this multiple times, but like, I think I have taken on a lot of his personality. Okay. He worries a lot. He's we the worrier. Do. We usually do. And my mom is like the total, like, let's just go for it. We'll figure it out. She could plan a little bit better, mm-hmm. but she's, they're very polar opposites. So I think I just got that from him got personally. It. So okay. I'm always just like worried that I messed up X thing in the past. I'll like okay. leave a meeting and be like, why did I say that? Why did I wear this? Like, oh, should, oh no, okay. I never. Uh. But in the meeting, what are you thinking about? In the meeting, depending on how much I care about it, I can be totally present, yes. totally motivated. I can also be completely like, what yeah. What am I doing here? Yeah, exactly. Are you that way? Uh, no, I've learned to become more present That's by good. simply asking the question, what am I doing right now? <laughs> like if I'm driving, I'll be like, am I driving right now? And I'm usually maybe looking on my Spotify or on my phone. I'm like, oh, I am not driving. Or yeah. if I'm like, Doing a podcast. Thank you with for Minji. your safety. Thank you. I know. Oh my god! Everyone needs to have a dash with where they can put their phone on. Little side note: I think everyone needs safety one. first, y'all. Uh, um, but it's like, am I doing the podcast right now with Minji? Mm-hmm. Yes. If I'm not, if I'm usually on my phone, if the answer is ever no, then I need to realign if I'm actually present. Yeah. Good. And that's be- I, I, that's like a little okay. tool for you. That is a tool. Thank you. And tool for everybody yes. listening. I do need to ask, and I have been more, not regularly, not consistently, but more and more mm-hmm. asking myself and checking myself. Yeah. Am I here? You got to keep yourself in check. I also realize I'm not a very good listener sometimes. Again, Ooh. depending on who it is I'm speaking to. Correct. If I love the person, I'm really interested in that person, I'll listen. Mm-hmm. Actually, sometimes when I love a person, I don't listen. <laughs> okay, I have an exercise for you. Okay, oh my god, get ready! Do. Okay, I'm okay, getting so cheated. I learned I this it. at the Konmari training that I did. Love you. We had to. It was a seminar for me and like 50 other um, middle-aged women, and we learned the Konmari <laughs> method, actually from Marie Kondo. But one of the things is, are you listening? And the exercise of how to listen is, we got a, we got into pairs. Okay. And then one person had to speak for two minutes. Okay. And the other person had to sit and listen by not responding, by only nodding their head or like saying something like, "Mm mm-hmm, but no words. Oh. That exercise was probably the best exercise I have ever done because up until then, whenever I listen, I go, "Uh uh-huh, yeah, oh my God, totally. Like I would interrupt and that would actually, my interjections would kind of change where the conversation I do that go, to you. By the way, it reacts. I just did it right yes, now. There you go. <laughs> Caught, recorded. There you go. On tape. And we'll listen yeah. to this and cringe. Mm-hmm. So instead of getting like the full thought out or letting them naturally get say what they need to say, 
it can happen naturally, but if you're constantly interrupted, mm-hmm, oh my God, no, she didn't. They're feeding off of whether or not they need to move in one direction or the other. So I highly suggest you try that. I will. But I love your energy. <laughs> I love them. They make yeah. me happy. Yes. So that's why. And I, again, it depends on the person I'm engaging with. Mm-hmm. And I've always done that. And, I, and I'm realizing I actually do that a lot because I try so hard to reassure people that I am listening. But the ironic thing is I'm probably half listening and really just trying to. It's weird. Yeah. It's a weird Either thing. You, and I notice a lot of people specifically here in LA, they love hearing themselves speak. Mm. They want to give their opinion. What's that like? Oh, God. <laughs> oh, my God. Everyone has an opinion. Um, they don't have a podcast called First of All. <laughs> First of all, I don't have an opinion. First of all, First of all I don't even have feelings. I don't even care about sharing them. Okay? Like, First of all, you have all the feelings <laughs> and all the emotions. Side so note, go watch the First Wives Club. Minji is all on that right now. Give me life. Yes. So. Such a good tip. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so I, I think it does, I mean, we're, it's that sidebar that I love all your tips and tools. I feel like if we were doing a YouTube thing, it'd be like, sidebar. Yeah, exactly. Link in bio. Link in bio. Please. Click here yes. and you do the little box. But I mean, those are such helpful things because I think all of these behaviors and these habits that we have mm-hmm. and these tendencies, I think that's why New Year's resolutions can be helpful. Whether you do that at New Year's, but I'm mm-hmm. trying to actually do it more periodically because I have several right. amazing friends of mine who do the whole quarterly goals. They set, and I was not much of a goal setter. Like mm-hmm. I had dreams, you know, I have grand visions, okay. but I wasn't doing the things to methodically, strategically. Yes. Get towards where I want to go. Um, so that's helped me a lot. But I feel like it's just important to reflect, recognize, like, what am I doing to help myself? What am I doing to not, like, mm-hmm. kind of really pull myself back? And the vibe thing that we're talking about in the larger conversation is, you know, how we feel. Again, even like the fact that I'm always worrying about the future, or I'm always like distraught in some way about the past. It really messes with the now. Yeah. And then messing up the now does mess up the future. So it's very like paradoxical. Yeah. Very oxymoronic. You know what? One phrase I've learned from two drag queens is if you have one leg in the past and one leg in the future, you're pissing on the present. So, so, so you can't, yeah, you just gotta like really focus on, on the now. You know, lay this brick. Exactly. Inspirational quotes. Thank you. From two drag queens. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the most appropriate place to get. I love it. They are. They're the ones that speak the truth. Exactly. And just, so like let you know. Do you have a resolution for 2019? I think I haven't. I was going to process this with you. Now I'm drawing a blank. Mm-hmm. Really? I think what this year has taught me, especially by recording it in all these weekly mm-hmm. podcasts, is to really protect, maintain, and improve my mental health. Amazing. I 100% support that. Everything stems from it. Okay. My question is, my next question, have you talked to a professional? I would like to. I actually did, um, I did a session of Mm betterhelp.com. Bless their heart for trying, you know, they're making it affordable. Scheduling was kind of a nightmare. And then connecting with that person technologically took ate up about mm. 15 minutes of my paid hour. I spoke to the woman for probably 40 minutes because she had to jump onto another thing. Mm. So my hour ended up being like a 40-minute chat where I'm really just kind of like explaining who I was. So it's it's just interesting. I mean, there's so many. I did a whole thing with Chris Lamb at BuzzFeed. We did a video on like why therapy is so freaking hard. It's because there's a lot of groundwork that goes into yes, it on yes. top of like the logistics and financials. But yes, I would really... I would really like to mm-hmm. participate in that in a regular basis. My previous like strategy was to do more meditation, mm-hmm. doing guided meditations, taking baths, and like okay. to soothe myself because okay. I'm a very. If, I don't know if you can tell, I can get kind of worked up sometimes. <laughs> no, sometimes. Oh my god, it's a the stressful gra- minji. It's no. kind of like the secret. Um, see, I'm quite the actress. You're being I cover very vulnerable what, right now. Yeah, I'm so vulnerable. This is my Just inside. letting it all I'm letting it all out. Okay, okay. But I get amped up pretty easily. Over okay. a lot of things. Gotcha. No, I'm a big proponent of... Is it proponent? Yeah. Okay, proponent for, for therapy. I've talked to a therapist. And honestly, within the first session, they will hopefully guide you into probably what type of meditation... Oh, not meditation. Uh, therapy that you need. Mm-hmm. Um, 
of course they're going to talk about topics like do you have any trauma in your life do you have what's your relationship with your parents specifically your mom and dad Mm -hmm. it's going to be those types of questions which will then open up more doors or kind of help the therapist know like okay this is it gives them a little more backstory of who you are. Okay. Um, and I but truly, a lot of the things that I've learned is like, I think you should find a therapist. It's like dating. Find a therapist that you truly will really vibe with. Yeah. Would you rather talk to a man or a woman? Would you rather talk to a gay man or a gay woman? Would you rather talk to like a person of color as opposed to uh, someone else? Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. I think those are the things w- that will help you get the walls broken down a little more. Yeah. For me, I would love to have a therapist that's just like a strong black woman. And I probably would just be like, this is the greatest thing ever. It's just something that for me, I'm like, yes, this is the type of therapy I need. And this will, this is what will help me, you know, become a better version of myself. Yeah. So is there a reason why you want to look into therapy and better mental health? I think it's also a hot topic right now. This is like the time in America and in our culture where we're finally saying we're all fucked up and we're all not perfect. Indeed. And like it's cold. like we need therapy for a reason because we're all human beings. Our brain is like a muscle that needs to be like worked out and also we got shit that we got to protect talk about. that. Yeah. Or we realize it's not our fault. It's not. Is it not? It's It's not. (laughs) A lot of the things that have happened to us, if if it was traumatic or whatever, it's not our fault. We can't change the past. What can we do now? Or what are a lot of us? I think we need tools too. So a therapist would be like, "Here's an exercise you can do. Try journaling. Draw me a photo. Like something like that." I think is a lot of. That's why I felt like for me, and I cannot count how many times I've mentioned therapy on this podcast (laughs) because I treat this podcast podcast, as part of my therapy and getting to talk with my friends. I mean, that's always been a huge source of release and comfort and like recognition of things that I didn't know that I thought or felt until you say it out loud. Mm -hmm. Like I completely understand the value of that through my amazing friends. And so I think the things that came out in these discussions, actually, it's funny. The mm-hmm. therapy that I participated in through this revealed my mm-hmm. pat. It revealed for me a pattern. I like look back, and <laughs> my friends are actually commenting like, "Oh, was it another sad episode?" I was like, <laughs> "What? <laughs> What's that supposed to mean?" But she's, What's that supposed to mean, Carol? I don't. Oh God, God Carol. That's um, our whatever, Carol. You're such. A, I know, but it was, but it was like, and she was being so harmless. She was just joking. She's like, "Oh, it's another sand one," but I was like, "Yeah," <laughs> but it shows you, and that's God bless this podcast. It showed a pattern. I was like, "Yeah, I'm really mm-hmm. struggling with this," and I think, you know, I got to let that out, and mm-hmm. glad I could do that. But now, now I really need to address it because, like, the longer you let it progress, and the older you get, and you're like, "I ain't got time or energy for this." Cool. Time yeah. to like really do the work and invest in mm-hmm. addressing that. Well, there's one thing too, where you just, there's one thing about talking about it, mm-hmm. but then when you actually do something about it, mm-hmm. turn it into an action or evolve and grow from it. Mm-hmm. We're human beings. You're amazing. You're an angel. You're going to be, it's perfect. I love it. <laughs> I'm excited to see like where you're going to, where the next podcasts are going to be, you know, you. in the next couple months. Well, it's, it's just been a good evaluation time, yeah. Yeah. you know? So, if, okay, so the, and that's a re, like an overarching resolution, but I kind of like to be a little bit more specific about mm. how that will be. So maybe like a resolution is look into therapy within yes. Q1, you know Correct. what I mean? By oh, end of January, yes. have done a little bit of research. Yes. Like make the resolutions like very concrete is what I think it's evolved to. When I was younger, it's like, mm. you know, fulfill your dreams yes, or yes. like... Whatever, and I don't feel like I ever got that specific as I am in the last few years. I think I'm more and more got specific. It. Got it. I and think actionable. You, yes, research is probably your best friend over the next, maybe during like the winter break, is because yes, there's therapy, but then there's also different types of therapy that will help be specific to you. Yes, you know, um, and I think you can definitely look into that. Definitely look into if you need insurance or not for your therapist. And I think you should budget it out as well. Um, All good tips. Yes. Great. Because you don't, I don't want you to go into debt just going into therapy either. I want you to make smart financial decisions. Um, one thing for my, uh, my other therapist friend told me, 
is oh it's leaving my mind just as I was trying to talk about it it's all good no Kevin's managing my life right now he's being my life coach and I love you exactly look in the mirror and say I love me Did you see my mirrors? No. I have. I am enough. That was an episode of this podcast. It changed my life. There's this really one. I'll send you the link. Mm. She's a wonderful, inspirational speaker I found on YouTube. And she just had this like really, she works with like celebrities and CEOs and, you know, all the most important people, whatever. Mm -hmm. I don't believe in that. But, um, you know, people who are very influential, have a lot of pressure, deal with a lot of stress. And she was noticing the level of their unhappiness. And one of the tools, one Mm -hmm. of the things she was saying that you can do to help yourself Mm -hmm. is literally say it to yourself and remind you, like speak to yourself. Yes. Speak it it. and remind yourself because you have to speak to yourself. Your mind is, uh, my mind is massively negative Mm. to me. I speak so differently to Mm. you than I speak to me and I'm trying to balance that out. So one of the tools that I did was to write, I am enough all over everything. Ooh, that is one of the greatest sayings ever. I've learned that from Oprah, and you're like, I am fucking enough. Mm-hmm. It's like not too much, but not too little. It's like the perfect amount. Yeah. Um, if you, you don't say, asking, I'm amazing, I'm a yeah. queen. It was like, I'm exactly. enough. Yeah. And I'm like, oh. I'm like, thank you. Oh. If you don't mind me asking, what are some of the things you say to yourself that are negative, if you don't mind sharing? You don't have to. But- that I'm not enough. Yeah. Like, in any capacity. I, I'm like, this was not. Gotcha. Um, you did not do this. You didn't research enough for this. You didn't turn this in in time. Like, you're so irresponsible. Mm. You um, forgot to call your friend back. You're such a bad friend. Mm. Like, I go to the extreme. You're hyper analytical. Yeah. And Even I'm very, if you did like, something like, correct? When I'm correct, I'm actually getting better at being like, good job, Minge. Like, I'm tra- like literally, it's baby steps. You yes, know what I mean? Yes. So if I can't erase the bad stuff just yet, I'm working on that. I'm going to, like, I'm going to counter it by adding good got it so i have to acknowledge like good job like i'm glad you ate healthy today good job you took care of yourself like good drink water like little things and those are easier than being like you're such an amazing yeah yeah. i feel i feel that's where i'm at is because i've been doing those baby steps for like the last couple of years which Mm -hmm. is why i feel like now when i say you're amazing i'm doing amazing it's coming from a very genuine place that's why i love hearing it yes a lot of people don't hear it and i don't think people realize that you can be your own cheerleader. And, like, if you shouldn't bring your own vibe down. You know what I'm saying? That's I, I, I yeah. love you. Thank you for hitting the nail yeah. on it. I think for me, I need to not bring my own vibe down. I've been very, like, reflective on, like, okay, the world is a dumpster fire and the climate's changing. Right. The polar ice caps are melting. Donald Trump's an asshole. Like, everything <laughs> sucks. People are racist. Yes, exactly. You know, like, we're, there's oh, no. My Postmates order was late. Yeah, I know, it's all horrible. of it. Irresponsible, entitled millennials. The middle class is disappearing. I know. What is TikTok? <laughs> Do I have to download it? I don't even know. Like, all uh, of that, you know? And it's been very, very, like, caving in on me at a lot of times. And, I'm just like no, I need to I need to monitor and protect that and and so it's like stop blaming everybody else for all the things. Yes. They exist and we do need to hold each other accountable in my right. opinion. Do you hold yourself accountable? I think more and more so, yes. Yeah. I'm getting better at that. Some days I take I feel like I take two steps forward, one step back, <laughs> but we're still moving forward. Correct. Like general I really think and that's I'm really happy and proud to say you know, it's been like up and down, but it's up and down in like a, a positive up, okay, upward, like steps, steps, like mm, yeah, like this, yeah, I love it. So yeah, okay. So the, I mean, those are some like I don't I want to protect my vibe, and that also includes like mental health for me is like doing the actionable things of like let's look into therapy, let's take more time to do things you really just like, mm-hmm. like let yourself be bored for a second. Watch stuff like I actually started watching Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, and that oh, show yeah. is everything. I love it so much. I can't. I, yes. I I'm about to weep, and I didn't. I don't take time to do stuff like that. Yeah. Also, don't beat yourself up if you just want to watch Marvelous Miss Maisel. Like, that's totally fine. Right. You're allowed to. You're a human being. I am a human being. So, so and maybe like it'll just like unlock something else too that you're like, oh my god, this is the story I can tell. Da, 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 yeah, to get you to the next thing. So, how do you, Kevin? Like, don't set resolutions, but like in the letter that you might, and you you don't have to share everything, but mm. like in the letter to your next year self. Oh, get ready. No. <laughs> what is the vibe that you are creating uh-huh. or? 
What are things that you're not going to let kill your vibe? Like, what yeah. is this? What is the it's, image for you? It's acceptance. It's, Ooh. I used to run away from being an adult. A lot of adulting, and most of my adulting has happened this year in 2018. Stuff like, oh, if you're 1099, you're going to save a portion of that paycheck for taxes. Oh, what's oh, a yeah. 401k? Mm-hmm. Oh, you can have your own Roth IRA account and save for your future. Like stuff like that. That's like the adulting things mm-hmm. that I think I just, we weren't either taught at a very young age or I put it off and I was just like, I don't need to think about this until later, but the time is actually now. And so acceptance of like, okay, I am not in my 20s anymore. That's totally fine. And it was a beautiful, slutty, drunk chapter. And I'm <laughs> ready to move on. Can I have that more in my 30s? Totally. I just can't put my legs behind my head anymore. It's totally fine. Yoga really oh, helps thank with you. that. Thank you for looking on the bright side. I do look on the bright I side. See, there you go. You can let's think, let's yes, look at Mary Steenburgen. She looks amazing, and she's <laughs> in her sixties. Like Pilates and yoga go a long way. There we okay? go. Homegirls still got it right and tight. Yeah. We can do it. We can yeah. do anything we want. Totally, and uh, just not beating myself up for a lot of things. So, kind of how some of the the train of thought that you have is like, oh, I did, I did everything wrong. A lot of the training and thinking that I'm doing now is I did everything right. Mm-hmm. So I'm not going to beat myself up if I want to just stay home and play Final Fantasy all day. I'm like, no, I deserve this. This was great. And if I do it too many times, I'm like, gotta uh, change my day a little <laughs> bit. You know, like this was great, but you know, I can't do this all the time. Yeah, it's like really putting on that. Sometimes you got to put your big boy pants on, and sometimes you could be a fucking kid and just like do whatever. It's totally it's part fun. of being an adult is being able to choose when you're like, you. I get to be a kid today. Yes, and being able to like, okay, I'm going to be a responsible adult and spend money here for this, but then I'm also going to be a kid and spend money for video games or whatever. Right. So, what are your thoughts on like? I mean, there. It's not even like. Entitlement. I mean, the the millennial stereotype of like we're all entitled, and there there's shades of that. But I I just feel like the society in general that I personally really struggle with the the danger of instant gratification. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think that's been a major thing for me to accept responsibility for because if I take a good long look. This is why reflection is important, why the past Mm -hmm. does count. You look at your habits, and I've noticed, yeah, like I've made some stupid purchases. Like, didn't need that. (laughs) I didn't need that Theragun. You know, it's fine. (laughs) Like, you know, there's there's the $700 version, and there's like a $40 version on Amazon, you know? But you're like, I need to treat myself. I need I deserve it. But you're also like... I'm like screwing myself over. Right, I'm like, I'm right. doing something that is, is not disciplined. And like, the, I think that's really a part like ex- accepting responsibility slash discipline is actually a really big part of my, mm-hmm. my vibe for next yes, year. Yes. Um, a lot of it seems to go towards finances. Mm-hmm. What's your relationship with your, with money and finances in general? I still have yet to like dive into that on this podcast. But I'm like okay. dying to because, and we can like should, start yeah, right here. Yeah. I mean, we could like dip our toe, yeah, put a little toe <laughs> in, stir it for a little, and be like, oh my god, maybe we should have this like for another conversation. Yes, but I feel we don't talk about millennials because we are so entitled. Think about it. Our generation, even despite if you're Asian American or whatever, that generation when you're born in like the 50s and 60s was just. Work your ass off, mm-hmm. go to college and find a job that is that was in your degree or whatever, and then have your kids and do whatever. Mm-hmm. No, when we were born, our parents worked their asses off so we could have fucking amazing things, so we could buy that N64, so we could go to college and just do whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of us don't really know what war was like. A lot of us do not know what it's like to move to another country and speak another foreign language and learn another culture and everything. So props to all of our fucking grandparents and parents for doing that because I can't. Yes. Like if I were to go to like the Philippines and I just had to start a life or you had to go to Korea and just start a life like what do you 
I, I, can't, would, I couldn't. I would curl up in a little yeah. ball and die. No internet, no Google Translate, <laughs> nothing. Just like, here, go, work. Like, I couldn't. Prosper. Go and Thank prosper. You. And like, I'd be like, I can't. Yeah. So I think our parents shouldered a lot of that mm-hmm. so we could be, we could literally be like social media stars or whatever, you know? So Well, I had to fight for that. They didn't do that. They, they did it so I could be a doctor. Yes, And then now we're like, I don't want to And then I threw a wrench in the works. So I was like, but none. But I want to go to Hollywood. Entertainment. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, so yeah, I think a lot of it is we weren't taught how to deal with our finances. Honestly, I was given a credit card very early in life or a debit card even. And Mm -hmm. I just learned, I was just like, oh, this is how it works. You know, oh, there's a withdrawal fee. I don't know. Like you just, I learned all these things, but you know, I think now we don't know how to really talk about our finances. Because it's embarrassing. And I, and I completely agree. And it's a very, it feels embarrassing. I feel less embarrassed now because I've been challenging myself to be more open about it. Mm-hmm. And because I have a lot of questions too. And maybe working in entertainment, freelancing, all this stuff, I need to know, like, am I charging, you know, am I valuing myself properly? Correct, correct. Uh, what what do I do? Taxes? Huh? Like, know, you know, I'm figuring a lot of stuff out. So I feel like I'm grateful for that discomfort because it made me have to ask questions and have discussions that maybe a lot of other people aren't having. And I think also because we live in a very specific society in the United States where we put so much value on money and mm-hmm. on the things we on own. the things we and own the and the car yes. and the brands that we associate with and yes. like oh you have a knockoff of that like, oh, you know and which like which goes into instant vat- uh, gratification of just like on Instagram you have to have this perfect life mm-hmm. and everyone we're just we're now just I feel like that's like the new weird American dream which is like this beautiful Instagram body and you're traveling and you got to get the photo where you're like pulling your boyfriend and yeah. it's the first person I'm like no I'm so like laughing yeah. that's why I love our laughing I love photo, by laughing the way. on my salad <laughs> laughing on my salad and I've yes. seen those girls and like people at goals. posing yes, yes and I'm like just eat your salad <laughs> you're like I don't care I love food photography it's different when you're like yeah. doing a food photo yeah. and you're doing like a pose it's like literally out of Forgetting Sarah Marshall, where there's yeah. a, that that Asian couple <laughs> that's holding the fork and yes. knife in like this weird angle. Yeah, like why are you doing that, bro? It's not natural. I don't like a lot of these fake candid photos personally. Like I see them, they influence me. I'm aware. Yes. It's like this very weird meta awareness. Yes. I know that's fake. I know that's staged. I know this is like shot to be yes. like an ad. And there's filters and it's and there's, Photoshop. Yeah, and it's not real. Yeah, but then they they you know, they infiltrate. And so I feel like there's this pushback on that now that's emerging because we've been advertised to so, so thoroughly. I think we're reaching this tipping point of like, yeah, the whole world is kind of burning around us. I don't know if that's everyone else, but it's definitely like (laughs) feeling there's a lot at stake right now. It's not funny. You know, there's like real consequences to our indifference or our ignorance. You know what I mean? And like, there's like a mounting responsibility. I feel that we as a generation need to take and, and like make responsible decisions, yes. you know, like it, it's, it's, I think I've, I'm like a more community mind. Do you like, I think of like my actions affect others. Like, yes, yes. Or I feel we have the power to change and influence others yeah. despite how many followers we have or despite whatever. I mean, I have over 900 followers. You are like such ridiculous. a celebrity right now. It's, I, like- it's insane. Like I'm getting recognized on the street. You can't like, go anywhere yeah. anymore, right? Seriously, I have to have someone, like, get my own groceries for me. Like, I can't have people see me at Ralph's. No. Ralph's delivers for free now, I heard. Shut your face. <laughs> Put that on the podcast. <laughs> Ralph sponsor me. Oh, my God. But, yeah. So, like, on the floor, I've done a lot of defending of the millennial generation of just, like, no, people hustle. They Correct. Like, there's a lot of um, kind of, like, this moral and ethical priority within things that we do, things that we buy. But there's also, like, a blatant... Yes. Rejection of, in my opinion, like reality sometimes. Yeah. yeah. Like you think you can spend all your money and go to Bali all the time and it's not going to catch up with you when you're like spending more than you can. And like I've dealt with it. Mm -hmm. To be clear, and people, and I get commentary from me and it's really uncomfortable because they're like, you're doing this and this and that. I was like, honey, those are free headshots. I had to like beg for that. I had to wait four months to get those headshots done. And you think, oh, you're taking photos. I'm like, I, I worked for that. Yes. Like I had, I yes. had to ask for a referral. I had to do the thing because this thing offers free yeah. headshots. It's a lot of it's things where I, yeah. people just don't understand the hustle of what we need. Like as an actress, you need 
A, B, and C so you can get. You need to do X amount of things so you can get representation. Mm-hmm. Even once you have representation, then you got to do all this other shit. Yeah. Even when you have representation, now you're like, I have to learn my own business? What? You're not going to do everything <laughs> for me? It's a lot. It's constantly learning. And I think going back to like how, I think how things are changing mm-hmm. is us as millennials, we're getting older. Yeah. Yeah, I said it. <laughs> we're getting older. We are. You know, and I can tell we're getting it. older is because the tone in converse of how we're using social media is changing. Mm-hmm. It's not this fake thing anymore. It's like we're calling each other out on our BS now. And we're in like a fun little thing. I don't know like the long-term repercussions of it right now. We don't. But uh, I think hopefully we have like a really good solution to it. And I think also we don't know what the hell Gen Z is up to. They're up to a lot. They're up to a lot of things. And what I'm learning is what I want to do is learn more about them and what they're doing and what what they think is cool. Mm-hmm. Because I don't want to completely write them off because they're going to think of the next cool invention or the next cool platform that we're all going to want to be on. TikTok. Sidebar. <laughs> you need to watch Science Fair, the documentary. Science Fair. It's, okay. It literally was the perfect movie to give me hope for the future. Interesting. I kid you not. It's just following five or six kids, teenagers from around the world. I think half are from the States and half are from international um, international countries. And they're just all competing for this global science fair. There's different categories. There's like engineering. There's life sciences. It's really, really amazing. They're mad smart. But it's not just about being smart. It's about having drive. And they come in so many different personalities. They're from different races, like different genders, different backgrounds. Okay. And they're all... All working to like make cool stuff because they're interested in it. They see the value and they're mad. Like they're just, they're the future. And so I'm not saying like all high schoolers like, but it it reminds you there are bigger things out there and that they're really, really bright people. And we need to invest in them and each other to like, even just, I'm just trying to tell people about this movie, like go get, get a reminder that there are things that we need to like continue Mm -hmm. to work on. And Mm -hmm. these are people that are doing it get inspired by them totally. and go figure out where you want to do that in your lives. That's mm-hmm. how I felt after watching this movie. So I highly recommend it. Amazing. Yeah. Gen Z. Netflix? It will be. Okay. I think oh, it's, you got I think like an early copy. I did. I went to a press screening. <laughs> oh my God. I think it's probably going to end up on like Netflix or Amazon. Uh, it's just doing You're great. so blessed. Hashtag blessed. <laughs> Hashtag honored. <laughs> I need to know my industry. Yes. Okay. But I don't want to know. What, and it's not to be negative, but just to be conscious of like what you're leaving. Do you have something that you feel like you're really going to leave behind? In 2018? In 2018. Uh, what killed your vibe and what are you leaving behind? What are you going to just like wrap up? What did kill my vibe? Yeah. The, I think what I realize is some friendships are also really hard to keep at certain points in your life. Mm. Even if they're super, super close, I think we all constantly change and the main lesson I learned is you got to keep people around you that are uplifting you just as much as you're uplifting them. You got to kind of hold a mirror to yourself as well. Mm. But yeah, I've had to let some friendships go because it was just like, oh, this is just get this is my limit or these are my boundaries. And I would love for us to all respect this. And if you can't, then I'm sorry, I'm going to have to. I'm gonna have to choose Team Kevin. Like I just, I just have to. Can like, I be Team Captain? Uh, yes. Oh my god! Please, I want you to be Team Captain of Team Minji, though. That's the thing. Okay. And I want to be a great co-pilot or a great like cheerleader. You are Minji. so glitter so. and air horns. <laughs> okay. You're visual and audible. That's what you need. You just to, need a it's big, all of it. Just all. Okay. Just 4D coming at your face. That's what makes yeah. it all really a thing. Yeah. I love so, That's yeah. important. Because my, I realize that my vibe as me is very positive, uplifting, fun. I choose. I choose to be happy. I personally like believe that you have to choose to focus on like a lot of the good that's happening. Yes. And count your blessings. I don't think we realize how actually blessed a lot of us are. The vibe should just be hashtag blessed. Honestly, if you realize you're, everyone is always complaining in this town. Yeah. I don't have this. Oh, no, 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 no. I'm like, girl, you got a fucking Tesla. You are, <laughs> you should be happy. You have like, autopilot. I'm how? like, Carol, you just <laughs> got fucking married. Like, shut up. Like, you should be happy. Go away. <laughs> Stop. So what yeah. are you going to leave behind? Uh, I'm going to leave behind bitterness. 
Yeah. I'm not going to. I'm Bitter yeah. Betty. Mm-mm. Bitter Leave is no, is, it is draining. It's unhelpful. Can you give me an example? Just, I've, I've really struggled to vocalize certain things that I've experienced by working in entertainment and specifically working in the Asian American community. I've been pretty tight lipped and I probably still, I mean, I'm not going to put all my, uh, we can talk privately, but also I've seen a lot and I've learned a lot, a lot of good, but I've also seen the, the ugly side of a lot yeah. of things and yeah. people and organizations or mm-hmm. things that I've just kind of like kind of put on a pedestal and I watched kind of crumble in front of me a little bit. You know, you mm-hmm. take the rose colored glasses off. And so I think that's left uh, and individuals for sure, like certain people that I really thought were X and they ended up being Y and it's left an imprint on me where I feel like, yeah, it's bad relations, but they're not necessarily friends, but it's like, it's triggering because sometimes they're in my face, mm. either in person or on online or whatever. So there's a lot to do with relationships. The relationships um, that I've had have left this bad taste in my mouth yes, yes. and I keep carrying that around and it's not helping me. Um, and I, like you said, I have to choose what to do with that. I can, I, and I'm so aware of it because when it flares up, I'm like, there it is. Yep. Carol's there back. it is. Yeah. Carol made her appearance. I don't like Carol. Sidebars. Carol's also my mom, but I just. Oh my god! Mom. I'm so sorry. No, no, no. But like, I don't call her Carol. She's just mom sorry, to me. Carol's no, it's just like this name I use to refer to like the this they. Woman that's just there. The, the annoying they. Yes, yeah. The ugh they. It's fine because um, she's not really like Carol to me. We can think of a different name. Yeah. yeah. Belinda. Oh. Belinda. <laughs> I don't know where that came from. It's all good. But yeah, I'm going to leave bitterness behind. I'm going to be, it's coming back to, it's, you know, my mental health. It's, it really just drags me down. It's wasted time and energy. Mm -hmm. Really? It is the same cliche. It's like, it's only hurting you. Yeah. Um, and I would really like to be more solution focused and problem focused. Good. Good. Cause I'm naturally inclined to like know what the problem is. I can pretty much figure that out pretty quickly. So like, okay. There's a problem. And then what are we going to do? And how are we going to do it positively? And I'm going to actually embrace my anger too. Like some of my anger I think is I have fire and I'm trying to embrace that part of me where I stop trying to dampen it. Okay. I always just feel so like preemptively apologetic about everything. Yes. So I don't want to hurt others. So I need to like harness it. Correct. It's kind of collecting it and directing it in a way where it turns it into a passion. Yes. To constructive, something that's building versus tearing down. Yes. Build the solution. Like literally, those are two really different things. People can look at that as the same thing sometimes, but trying to like destroy that while building this, Mm -hmm. sometimes building this will destroy that. That might be the byproduct. Mm -hmm. But focusing on destroying something versus like, I want to build this, those Mm -hmm. are two different things. So why do you think people try to kill other people's vibes? I think... I have done that. Ooh, I'm going to be real. Honey. <laughs> when I'm bitter and I'm angry, like I've, I've been a bad person, mm-hmm. <laughs> believe it or not. I mean, <laughs> oh my God, this angel. I yes. know. Right. Yeah. Um, I've been a pretty, I've been, I've done things I'm not proud of and it comes out of my own unhappiness. Yes. You know, like I'm trying to, it, it, I spew venom and I spread bad vibes cause I'm not happy. Yeah. And I'm realizing too, to accept responsibility for that, like really, Again, the blame game and like getting bitter. It's you can't. It's not everyone else's fault. Nope. Except Donald Trump. It is. Yeah. His fault. <laughs> Besides yeah. it, but like you know, like there's only so much you can just like. Oh, it's that, that, and that, and that. It's, but it's you know, you leave yourself out. Okay. Um. Yeah. Okay. It's really well. I think that's good that you can actually self reflect. A lot of people cannot, or mm-hmm. a lot of people cannot own up to their mistakes and say, "Wait, I was also a shitty person." Um, but yeah, I do think a lot of people try to bring down other people's vibes, uh, cause of their own insecurities or they're not happy at all. Um, so, but one of the things too is like, I think vibes attract other good vibes. I agree. So let's just like be happy for each other. I agree. Like, and that's why I feel I, when you said that you've been like 
more authentic and coming from a genuine place. When you say, I'm amazing, yeah. doing amazing, I believe you. Oh my God. And I feel it <laughs> you from know, you. Because yes. I was like, yeah. So, so I'm always like, Kevin, come help me with my vibes. Yes. I'm kind of struggling I will bring here. all the vibes to you. And it's really, really important to be conscious of that. I know we like we laugh and we joke and it's like, it, it, it's... It's important, and I think it's that intangible thing. It's something right. you can't quantify. You can't put a label on it, and you can't say it's worth this many dollars. Yeah. But I think energy is really, really important. But it, if you reverse engineer it, there are very specific things that feed into that energy, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. you're saying. like Totally. Adulting. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And Roth IRAs. Oh, God. Who's Roth? <laughs> Who's Roth IRA? Like, I want to meet him. I think he hangs out with Carol. Like, it's so weird. God, Carol. Ugh, but... Yeah, I think I'm ready for 2019. The vibes are going to be just as amazing as they were this year. Yeah. Uh, and even better. So I think this year was like, it kicked my butt a little bit. Okay. Um, so I think it actually was, in a lot of ways, a really bad year, but not bad and like, ugh, but like bad and like, it was tough. Mm-hmm. It was a tough year. Mm-hmm. But also, so much good came out of that. I'm choosing to be like, no, it taught me. I can yes. go for hours of like yes. what it taught me. That's the gold that came out of that. So I think 2019 is going to be more amazing than this year mm-hmm. because I'm going to apply. Yes. I think it's now it's time to apply. Yes. We're all going to have our Cardi B year one year and yeah. it's going to be off the charts. It's going to be, do people still say that off the charts? No. I think so. We should bring it okay. back. Remember you said Renaissance. It is lit. It it's is lit. lit. It is lit. Oh my god, so much light. What is what is the renaissance that oh, you were saying is the, happening? We were talking about this before, but in my opinion, where we're at right now, um, it's this palpable creative renaissance that myself and a lot of people that are very close to me are going through. And it's I think we're all being as unapologetic as possible and actually realizing that we are our own creators and artists in our own right. So we're just going for it. And I think we're all like being our own cheerleaders for each other. We're making like our own cool collectives. We're all like pimping out each other's merch. We're all just being like supportive and not really trying to tear each other down. Yeah. And we just, and it's so easy to do that. It's so easy just to be like happy for someone yes. as opposed to going, well, they didn't do this or this or this, or I wouldn't have posted that. Like I just delete that. Do not have that in your mindset and just go, Because I those go a long way. Yes. So. So you're sending. You're you're actually supporting and putting positive vibes into the universe. But yes. it's also um, Renaissance. I feel like it also implies that we're like creativity to me. It, it encapsulates risk. Like mm-hmm. you have to renew yourself. Correct. You're you're putting yourself out. You're putting something out there that was not there before. Mm-hmm. And you're re- it's like rebirth. Yes. So I think I like that. I like that very much because it's very forward totally. and like it's courageous. Fun. And also, it's fun. and just in my opinion, I do think that the catalyst or the big bang for it was the success of Crazy Rich Asians. Yes, it's been in development for X amount of years. And all of us have been uh, a part of the project in some way, shape, or form. But until it finally got out, I think the community and everyone that has seen it has been like truly inspired by it. And I think when the next one comes out, like even more content, even more people, Asian Americans will want to go into entertainment or become actors or do something creative as opposed to, you know, what their parents tell them to do. Yeah. Well, and even like for listeners who are not Asian Americans, but like watch crazy rich Asians, because there are those people. It's kind of just like, we've had a lot of eye opening moments to see like what else can be. Yes. What else is out yes. there? You know what I mean? And I think that's exciting because yeah. it just it triggers a different part of our minds and our souls to be yeah. there is more out there to expand. Yes. It's a new emotion. I think we all are just like, this is new and fun. Let's go do more of this. Yes. You can't see us waving our arms. Yes. We're like the wacky inflatable car salesman inflatable things. That yeah. we're like floating in the wind. Mm-hmm. No. So, but yeah. I'm so excited for you, Kevin. And oh, thank you. I just thank you for for walking me through my feelings oh my god anytime if you if anyone else else other needs like a gay best friend you just let me know i'm here for you um first (laughs) (laughs) yes i'm here for you and if you want to have more followers because i know you're like already at your (laughs) i'm at my limit already crazy oh my god 
it's crazy, but where can people find uh, you? You need to watch his vlogs. Like, you just have to. <laughs> I tell every, I show people. It's when the phone comes out. Yes. I'm like, hold on. I need to show you <laughs> Kevin Fong's vlogs. I am truly um, so blown away by the amount of support from just my 900 followers. <laughs> but the pe- when people tell me their opinions of it, it's always so supportive. And I'm just like, ugh, that, that it feels nice. So, but you can follow me on Instagram at level four alpha and level you'll four find me. alpha. You also need to explain to me one day why you changed it. Oh my God. Yes. I will tell you why. Okay. Off, off, off the record. Okay. Off the record. <laughs> but you need to, you need to go follow him. Okay. Yes. Please do. Cause you, you will not regret it. It's so much fun. It's light and joy and hilarity. Yes. If you need hey 60 guys. seconds of just like pure nothingness. That's what's, yeah. It's so you good smile? though. Yeah. Thank you. Like, I'm surprised you haven't been shut down for copyright. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised the Kardashians haven't come after me yet. But They're like, whatever. oh my god, hey. hey. Hey, Kim. Okay, legit, I saw a clip of Kim Kardashian on the Busy Phillips show, mm-hmm. Busy Tonight. Shout out to Jenny Yang, because hey, she's girl. writing for that show. Yes. But they were doing an interview. I literally heard her voice, and I started laughing, because <laughs> I was like, thank you, you have Kevin Fong. <laughs> yeah. She's like, I'm so calm. <laughs> I'm the most calm. Kim Kim and I are like best friends. Obviously. Well, I love you. Thank you so much. And happy new year, preemptively. I hope you have an amazing time with your fam. And write that letter. I will write my letter. I'll send you the website. Promising you that I will write that letter. Mm. Oh. I just sealed the deal. Yeah. Closer. It got closer. (laughs) Um, If you enjoy this episode and you want to spread the good vibes to all your your network or your friends please share this episode with a friend and subscribe and leave a five-star review if you enjoyed this podcast because it it helps me feel good it gives me positive vibes you can find first of all podcasts on apple Podcasts, google play stitcher radio public and everywhere else you find podcasts thank you to marvin for editing this very fun episode we spilled a little tea it's fine but he he held it down for us and thank you to aquafina for use of her song yellow ranger Congrats on the SAG and the Golden Globe Award noms. Hey. And I'm a proud member of the Potluck Podcast Collective. If you'd like to support the podcast, help me keep the microphone on and the Wi-Fi on as well, you can go to patreon.com slash first of all podcast and be a part of the first of all family. We're about to have our Google Hangout pretty soon. I'm excited because I love seeing my patrons and I appreciate y'all so much for keeping this going and keeping me afloat so thank you guys so much have happy holidays this is the episode before christmas so if you celebrate merry christmas and happy hanukkah and happy kwanzaa all the things have an amazing time and if you're listening to this outside the holidays you have a good day bye Bye. Get that out, Get that out,